Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. For more information, please go to greenlitpodcasts.com and... Thanks for listening. <laughs> this week on Super Nintendads, we're talking about the first DLC... And Knuckles. Right. DLC, or downloadable content. And Knuckles. Got it, Mike. We're talking about Sonic... And Knuckles. Stop it. Well, it actually worked there. Sonic and Knuckles with lock-on technology. And Knuckles. You have to stop following meme accounts. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Super Nintendad's Entertainment Podcast. This week, we're getting into Sonic and Knuckles, lock-on technology, and the first DLC. A really interesting bit of gaming history and a shining example of one of Sega's favorite pastimes, stacking things onto other things. With me as always, Mike and Gabe. How are you guys? Good. Good. Everything's good. I'm looking forward to getting into this one. Um, yeah, I've been really excited to do this one. This is uh, kind of one of the first ones we talked about when we had the idea for the show. So I'm happy we have a chance to get into it. Yeah, I had to repurchase this. I had this originally when it came out, the Sonic and Knuckles uh, cartridge. You know, I with, never, with I never had another it. cartridge. Oh, I never really? had the lock on cartridge. I did. And yeah. uh, it was it, it was cool. Sega loves to lock things into things and stack things on things and things and stacks on stacks on stacks. Right. And um, what what we'll get into, obviously, in this episode is that this is one of the few instances where it actually worked. <laughs> right. We're not talking 32X and, you know, some might say Sega CD as well. Um, right. But yeah, this one worked. Yeah. Oh, or or uh, what, what the, the master converter, pro converter. Power converter. Power converter. That's what it's called. Yeah, which didn't, which really only fit the series one or whatever. And then the yeah. series two, you had to like rip off the back of the thing. And then the three <laughs> right. was like, it was like the size of a Big Mac box. So no yeah, one could like do you anything can, with it. You can use it on series two and three, but can you solder? <laughs> <laughs> right. What you're going to want to do is get out your torch. Right. Step one. So yeah, that power converter allowed you to play Master System games, which is pretty cool because if you think about it, um, it's competition at the time. Nintendo really never gave you the option to play... NES games on Super Nintendo or systems after that. So it was a cool idea. It was a it was a, one of the first kind of forward thinking backwards compatibility ideas. Yeah. Segway right into um, Xbox is the king of that today, making sure people can still play old games. It's a value proposition that they like to put into their into their hardware. It's the reason uh, I bought one. Yeah. And Gabe and I uh, booted up the Series X uh, last night and found that we didn't want to play anything on it. <laughs> See, for it's me, great, it was very different. Great, it, uh, go ahead. Yeah, that's right. Because you, you got a, as we've discussed on the dadcast, you got a uh, a Series S, which I which I uh, secured procured for me. Mm-hmm. Procured or secured. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I've never owned. Playing? Yeah, I never owned an Xbox. So uh, my the Series S has actually been really cool for me because I've been able to go through years of, you know, Xbox history. I've had a really strange chart of video games that I've decided to play for my first did time. Did you say chart? Uh, I did. You said shart, right? No, I, I didn't. Shart. No, I didn't say it. I did it. You sharted. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one of the first games that I let Gray play with me today was Untitled Goose Game, which I haven't played before. It's on Game Pass and it's free, so now is the perfect time to do it. Oh, um, you never got it on Switch? No, I never got it on Switch. Uh, it was one of those things where I knew I was getting this, and I was like, oh, I can wait. But <laughs> to my big regret, 
I'm going to see if you can hear this. I recorded this um, with my handheld recorder. This is what has been happening all over my house and behind his baby brother the entire day. Let's see if this comes through. He's just been screaming honk, honk, honk at everybody. He's been honking like the goose behind oh every God. person all day in this house. So he actually really likes the game. And it's it's one of those really fun games where, you know, you don't necessarily know what you have to do. And he's at that kind of impatient age where you wouldn't expect him to sit there and figure it out. But he did. Right. And I every time I look over, he's scratching off another task that you need to accomplish without being able to read. So, you know, he can't go in and, you know, he can read somewhat. He's you know not able to, number one, read script, which may as well right. be hieroglyphics to kids these days. <laughs> um, right. So I'm like really proud of him. He just kind of sat there for an hour and like figured a bunch of it out. But <laughs> the result of that is him running up behind us or his baby brother honking for the entire day. Right. So a lot of a lot of goose action going on. Over <laughs> a there. lot of goose action. Um, I also started Destiny for the first time. I played Destiny 2, the Beyond Light, uh, which is really fun. Uh, I tried to play it today and Bungie's servers were updating for the morning. So I thought that was really convenient, you know, two days after the launch of a system. Yeah, um, no, that's perfect timing. Like, <laughs> liter- go, like literally for over an hour. So I said, well, I guess I'm not playing Destiny today. Um, I... I've also been playing a lot of Wampum, which I finally added again to my NES collection. And this is really kind of the show where we talk about retro stuff. And I, I won't say Wampum. I only say Womp them. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you, you're not into contractions. <laughs> Famously. Um, and it's it's really good. It's a really it, it's got the worst music in any NES game, but, you know, kind of kind of typical for Jellico games, but it is a really fun game. And I think we're probably going to talk more about it because it's one of those cool games that had a really big translation uh, from the Japanese version to the American version. So we'll talk about it on the show maybe one day. Okay. So Gabe, question for you. Uh, You know that Todd and I had an interview with uh, Blake J. Harris, who wrote Console Wars. He predicted that the PS5 was going to win this generation out. What do you think? You you you're you're high on the Xbox. You and I talked about this earlier today. You're looking forward to everything that they got up their sleeve because all they went on a spending spree. Yeah, can you tell me some things you're you're really excited for from Xbox? Halo Infinite. Yeah, I know. That's that's kind of it, isn't it at the moment? Yeah, but they delayed it. And you know what's so funny? It's on the Xbox box that yeah, it came is. with. Yep, I saw and, that. And coincidentally, I bought a Monster Energy drink, which yeah. does nothing but give me headaches and diarrhea. And I had it, <laughs> and I looked on the back of the can, and it was like Halo Infinite. But And I'm like, wow, you, you they guys, really screwed I'm, this up. I'm, yeah, I'm like, you guys really rolled out this marketing campaign and then totally screwed the screwed the pooch. I was going to say yeah, screwed but the they, pee, but <laughs> I said the quiet part loud. Yeah, it's got the quiet part loud. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they announced it so long ago. I don't understand how they screwed this up where it's everywhere still. I'm okay with them delaying it, but I literally booted it up and I was like, b- because we have a Xbox One X, which is already kind of a beast. It's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's no slouch. Right. So I booted this up and I'm looking for stuff and it's like, hey, this is like improved for like the X and the S. And I'm like, yeah, but I've never really been a graphics guy. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm all about games. Gameplay, uh, you know, is king for me always. Um you know, so give me something exciting to play. Like, that's why when the PS5 arrives, I want to play Miles Morales. I want to play Sackboy. I want to play Demon Souls, which I didn't play the first go around. 
out of all of the games that are coming out during this these new console launches, Demon Souls is the most exciting one because it's the only game that was created specifically for the next gen platform. It's Push not it available on PS4. Limit. Yeah, exactly. Walk along the razor's edge. I was hoping we would keep going with that, but you know. Limit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be the most impressive one to see visually yeah. and the way that it performs. And that's probably why, even though I hate those games, every time I download them, I regret them when I get to the first boss and I'm like, I have a wood shield and this stick I found and they're like, one hit and you're dead. And I'm like, <laughs> you have I'm to do it. We're going to chronicle it on the dadcast and I'm going to uh, do it as well. The second I can find a PS5 to buy, I'm going to do it as well. Are we really going to do that to ourselves? <laughs> he's the best um yes we are going to do it to ourselves because listen we have been gaming for 30 years we have to be able to do this todd i gotta tell you i don't think i you know what i i here's a quick quick anecdote here Uh as i think that my the idea i finally faced the music i'm not a very good gamer Yes, this we know. This is true. I don't I don't think I am. I but I thought I was for a long time. But let me tell you a quick story. Uh you know, I got a disc system that that I got in the swap with you. I got in the old uh, you know, the potluck. Yeah, the famous uh, Oculus for a disc system swap. Right, the C battery swap and mm-hmm. in the Arby's parking lot. Yep. And so I've been playing it and I bought Castlevania for it. And I love seeing, as you and I have spoken about, the old save files and save data and of course because it was only available in japan they're all japanese names and um a lot of the saves are far along in the game so i found one um save save name the name on the thing was uh osako Mm -hmm. uh so uh and it looked like it was right at the end it was the farthest one along and it started me right at the steps walking up to dracula yeah there's usually always one of those safe right like right before the right before the final battle right Mm -hmm. and i'm like all right i'm like thanks osako-san right so i I fucking right so i'm like sweet dude like thanks for you know leaving this Mm -hmm. safe thing on here and i load it up i boot it up i'm like sick i'm right there right i walk without hitting diagonal and plunge (laughs) to my death immediately (laughs) How dumb do you think Osaka-san thinks I am? I feel like such a uh, doofus after that. I walked. Did you to turn my it off and death. be like, I, sh- I don't deserve this. I need I to just, give this disc system and the 7C batteries back to Todd. I thought about just selling all my stuff and just Everything. going on a walkabout. Yeah, like I didn't deserve to even, <laughs> like, I, I don't deserve a podcast. I don't deserve to play a game. I just, I sent the dude to his death. I just walked. I I walked right off the edge, and I was like, "Mike, you didn't even hold up in diagonal to yeah. walk up." Yeah, Osaka-san the has given Simon Belmont. He traveled with Simon Belmont for thirty years. Yeah, to he get got to good. this point, he grinded it out. Mm-hmm. He got good. He got to yep. the end. He saved it. He gifted that save to me. And then and I took you a get diarrhea. To the sta- you get to the staircase, and all of a sudden, oh there- God! <laughs> you said I could if there was a fall. I did. Yeah, it was a perfect time. I told you one was going to arise. You could always cut that bot out. Nah, you know I won't because ah, good. because I think you won that fair and square. Thank you, sir. You recently said that you don't even play games on even normal these days. You're just playing them on easy because you want to experience the game without having to deal with the grind. Yeah. Which is fair. As dads, I think this is the point we're at. 
yeah, I don't have enough time to like dive 50 times and then refine my strategy and then get good. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like the baby is going to wake up and start screaming at me. Right. You know, that's that's why all the new features of the, this generation, like quick resume, popping in, popping out, no load times. I'm like, thank you. Thank you yeah. for whoever did that. Because by the time I boot up anything, you know, like right now, like on the PS4, if I load into Marvel Avengers, by the time I get into a mission, mm-hmm. nap time's over. It's over, buddy. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's really it's a really really different world. And I on our last dadcast, I was kind of saying what a boring feature all of that is, but it is actually no, it's, completely game changing. We'll discuss I've it more. Yeah, yeah, we'll discuss it more. I think on our next dadcast when we talk about the actual console launches and how what our first impressions are with these new consoles. Yeah, I think we Gabe. Should. I think I cut you off because I was curious about something. Because for my own interest, I just want to know what I should be looking forward to on the Xbox systems. But who do you think is going to be the winner of this console war generation? I hope it's Xbox, but I think it's going to be PlayStation. Wow. So you're really a diehard Xbox dude. I don't think I realized that. Yeah, he. I don't know. He's he's like very Mountain Dew. You know, explain like, you know, two sodas on a shelf, right? Coca-Cola classic, <clears throat> yeah. Mountain Dew or like Fanta orange. Gabe's like, give me the orange drink. You know what I'm ah, saying? All right. He's the one that's drinking the. Uh, what was a grapefruit soda that was popular for a spell? I don't know. Orangina. orangina. It was is it? Orangina. Yeah. No, it wasn't Orangina. Like orangina Sebastian Maniscalco says, nobody's got Orangina. <laughs> Does he? He's the best. Mm-hmm. It's actually a pretty good Maniscalco. Thanks. It's interesting that Gabe would choose that. Because you know what? I also think Gabe would be a Sega kid. Yeah, no. I think he would be. If no. You know, if you're, Sonic listen, is if, my the bane of my existence. No, but that's fine. Right. You can hate. I didn't like Sonic either. And we'll we'll get into all that. That's that's all the the uh, back nine of the show here. But um, I liked Sega a lot. And I bought into the whole Sega and the whole like taking right. Nintendo down. Like I bought yeah, that. Yeah, it felt cooler. Hard. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I just totally fell into I was like, you don't have blood in your version of Mortal Kombat? You're such a lame Yeah, you know? seriously. There was there was, uh, we were right at the age where we would totally buy into that this was a system for cooler kids. And, th- and that their marketing was, you know, they were spending millions, of, they were spending more on the marketing of making it seem like a cooler choice than they were on games for some years. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kalinsky was the master. Mm-hmm. He was great. They were like, we're charging people for Sonic. He was like, nope. No, so anyway, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, no, no, that's that's not what we're going to. So, so Gabe's calling Xbox. Yeah. Or no, or no he's calling, calling PS4, he called, but I hope it's Xbox. You mean, P, you mean PS5? P- yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I'm still trying to I'm still trying to figure horse. out I'm still trying to figure out the name of this grapefruit soda. It's probably something it was sucky like that in, was it was like zero in a, calories. It was like in a drink. blue No, I, yeah, that's probably true. Um it was in a blue can and I could have sworn it was grapefruit. Oh, come on. What the Are hell was it, it? I'm looking it up. I've been looking it up for the past 10 minutes. Jesus, Todd. I know. I'm I'm it's it's I'm it's not going to it's not going to be in the top 10 of sodas. All right. <laughs> no, it's certainly not. It's probably in the bottom 10. Yeah. Oh, you mean the grapefruit soda that was only available in Long Island? It's <laughs> probably a thing, isn't it? Just like New York seltzer. Remember New York seltzer? Oh, yeah. New York seltzer. Yeah, of course. They still sell that here. God, you're like in a f-ing different decade. Fresca. Fresca. Oh, my God. Fresca. Yep. That's what I was thinking of. It wasn't grapefruit. It's citrus flavor. So I guess it kind of could be. F-ing fresca. 
You're the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody ever. This is true. Um, My wife tells me that all the time. Uh, I'm just angry at the slide whistle that you snuck in. Um, you deserve you, that. You, you spent 20 me. minutes setting up the slide whistle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can, your anticipation was mm. gr- you, you were just slowly mm-hmm. reaching for I was like, oh, yeah, is that right? Time. Is that right? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah really? Yeah, 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 really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took the uh, deepest breath I could. Yeah, you really did. Yeah, okay, so let's. Go. Here we go. Okay, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with uh, Sonic and Knuckles, the first DLC, and Lock On Technology. How's that sound? Quick break, guys. Works for me. Gabe, chocolate milk break? Yes. Let's do it. All right. Here's another great show you can check out right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Retrograde Amnesia is a comprehensive podcast where we relive a classic Japanese RPG. Season 1 covers the cult classic Xenogears. In Season 2, we're covering Chrono Cross. Each episode, we take a section of the game and unpack the story, mechanics, music, and themes. And we have an AI companion, the FakeNet. It'll make sense later. Find Retrograde Amnesia wherever podcasts are found. Welcome to Casual Magic, the show where we explore the fun side of Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Shivam Putt, and each week we delve into everything from casual formats to explorations of creatures and card types to interviews with designers of the game. At Casual Magic, we believe that it just isn't magic without the gathering. Come along and play! So Gabe, the question, how do you catch a plumber with a seven-year head start? The answer, you gotta go fast. Sonic the Hedgehog made his U.S. debut on June 23rd, 1991 on the Sega Genesis. Later that year, the 16-bit system would outsell the NES 2 to 1. Nintendo was losing market share. Sonic was a star. Oh, and Nirvana released Nevermind. The 90s were so good. But before the blue-haired Aranatii clipped Kyoto's wings, Sega had a few mascot misfires. Namely, Alex Kidd, who might as well have been called Eric Generic, and Altered Beast, which totally sucked hard. Sega of America CEO Tom Kalinske, the brain behind He-Man, Hot Wheels, Flintstone Vitamins, everything my childhood was made of, he made the call to put Sonic in every box. It was a packet with new Genesis souls. And of course, he made the right call. So right was the Kalinske call, it kicked off a console war, knocking Nintendo back on their heels for the first time ever. The next few years was like watching David and Goliath live on pay-per-view. The scrappy Sega crew pulled out all the stops, trying every trick in the book to hold on to their place at the top. But it wasn't meant to be. Sega would ultimately close up on their hardware biz. The Dreamcast, the final straw. That's not to say they didn't have some dynamite ideas. Todd's going to talk about one of his favorites today, Sonic & Knuckles, the first DLC of all time. Todd? Thank you for that. Brilliant intro, as always. All right, let's get right into it. After the first Sonic, Sega was riding high. The Blue Blur moved 15 million copies, swinging the game's market 65% into Sega's favor. A sequel was inevitable. Sonic Tuesday landed on November 24th, 1992. Very clever. Um, (laughs) Almost as clever as Mortal Monday. (laughs) Or just as clever as Mortal Monday. Wacky Wednesdays. Um, Yeah, and the teen idols, they came out in mass to promote the game. Even Joey Lawrence and Screech were there. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did. And they talked all about Joey Lawrence was particularly impressed with how you could play split screen Tails and Sonic. You can't do you. No one's ever done this before. Look at the the, the two players on the same board. Yeah, and I believe the direct quote was, whoa. (laughs) So 
400,000 copies of Sonic 2 were sold in the first week of release and over 6 million during the Genesis's lifespan. Sonic 2 was obviously a hit. I mean, despite the fact developers say they didn't get to realize their full vision of the game, though. There's a whole time travel theme that was completely thrown out due to time constraints. And when you're in a console war, you got to go fast. You do. You got to you got to go fast because the other guys, they're going fast. Yeah. So let's cut to the development of Sonic 3. Sega was in the same, they find themselves in the same exact time crunch pickle. Too much content, no way to finish. What content would make the cut? How do they decide what to lose? The answer was one of the most brilliant (laughs) plans for a delay of all time. We, and we'll finish it later. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Yeah. I love, I love that. I love that so much. It's like the biggest procrastinatory, like Hail Mary throw of all time. (laughs) And I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to hand it over to our friend Blake J. Harris, author of Console Wars, who said this, quote, the big feature of Sonic 3 was a new playable character named Knuckles, and that had to be accounting for a good part of the delay, right? So what if Sega released the first half of Sonic without the Knuckles character, and then a few months later, they sold a contraption of some sort that would essentially unlock the rest of the game? Would that work? Amazingly, it would. End quote. Yeah, I love the idea that they were just like, let's, why don't we just, you know what, let's just cut out early. It's Friday, let's just f***ing wrap the game. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, who cares? Would that fly with you today, Gabe? If someone gave you half a game, what's, what game have you bought or played that you feel like was half-baked? And you knew it because you were like, oh, well, in three months, the rest of the game's coming out, I know that. That it, it just didn't spend too enough time in the oven. What do you think? Have you played anything like that? What's the, Give me the 12-year-old view on that. I would hate them giving us half a game. Have you played any games where you were happy with the game and it was fine, but then you played the DLC and that was the best part of the game? I did have the opposite experience in the Spider-Man game for PlayStation 4. The normal story was fine, and then the DLC just seemed like a cash grab. It, it does bother me because clearly all of that content, you'd assume most of it is close to finished when they release the game. And they're going to sell Certainly you the, the first gonna, couple. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to sell you the game for 60 bucks and they know that they're going to release two, one or two DLCs for 15 bucks each. So they're looking to actually get $90 a game. Now they're just breaking it up into pieces. There's the, there's one DLC from breath of the wild that I thought was the best part of the game. Is that the motorcycle? <laughs> it was everything. It was that. It was that last one. I just want to ride the my motorcycle. motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, it was really cool because you know you wake up in that shrine, like when you start the game, and in the last DLC you go back to that shrine and it like lifts up and you realize there's a whole another dungeon underneath it. And I was like, oh, that's uh-huh. really cool. Yeah, it was really cool, nice. and it was a really fun dungeon, and it just kind of was like it felt like we a really them, good. We call them fungins. Ah, that's right, fungins. Right, sponsored fungins. by funyuns. Right. Funyuns sponsored Fungins. Fungins. Yep. Fungins. Funyuns. Um, so, yeah, that was really cool. So they were really amped about Knuckles, but they couldn't get him in in time for Sonic 3. Um, yeah. Knuckles and, was really holding up the entire show. But why right. so much trouble for the Echidna? Well, it turns out he has a very interesting origin. During my research, I was able to speak with a highly reputable source who revealed something I've never heard before to be a genuine fact. Quote, 
Knuckles happened to be created to resemble Michael Jackson. Because Michael Jackson loved Sega and he loved video games and he wanted to contribute his own music to a video game. So Sega was planning to use music for Sonic 3 and then create a whole promotion around him for the introduction. Unfortunately, it was right at the time he was having some problems in his personal life. End quote. <clears throat> problems with mm. his personal life. He did. He loved Sega and he loved video yeah. games and he loved kids. We'll just leave it there. We'll leave it there. And you know what? It's interesting that they, I mean, obviously, you know, the cash that he had to bring with him would have been massive, but Moonwalker oh was Have you ever watched live from Bucharest? The oh, whole, the Bucharest like, one's amazing, isn't it? 120,000 people best of faint of at the same time. I was a huge Michael Jackson fan when I was a kid, so I totally, I could totally understand why they would put all their eggs in the basket here. Um, but Moonwalker wasn't much of a hit for them. Um, I loved Moonwalker. Yeah, me too. It's one of the first games both of us bought when we kind of restarted the retro collection a few years ago. Mm. So Sonic 3 was expected to have the king of pop behind the music and the marketing push for its release, with the kicker being Knuckles was going to be a playable character down the line thanks to Lock-On Technology, one of <laughs> Sega's absolute favorite pastimes. dun dun dun, dun. <laughs> Lock-On Technology. Can you do that on the slide whistle? I'll allow it. Yeah, I knew it was going to come anyway. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. MJ, sadly, was quickly put out to pasture after the allegations, but Knuckles, the echidna, was still on the way. Essentially, the first DLC of all time. Yeah, that's it's that's really crazy. I mean, um, I wonder how much... I, I, I mean, I feel like anything... Michael Jackson would have gotten involved in would have it would have been you know, huge if Michael Jackson huge. was able to create even one level soundtrack. Yeah, which I think I thought was some able of the to music be, did end up in there, right? Didn't they, some of it something he worked on, but then they he denied it or didn't. Yeah, didn't one of the one of the sources that we spoke to did confirm that there are some things. But more importantly, they told us that there was a few songs he released later in his career that were songs that he originally wrote for Sonic 3. So there's not yeah. much left of his DNA in there. Oh good lord. Um but there <laughs> that was a, that was a terrible twist of words there um but i mean if you could i mean could you imagine michael jackson promoting sonic 3 already it was going to be one of the biggest games of all time if they could have found a way to finish sonic 3 i mean the the kalinsky was essentially said he was told at one point all right this is what we have coming out the new sonic game the last one sold mega amounts the new one that's yeah, the new one that's coming out is going to have a second, a third playable character. Michael Jackson's going to do the music for it, and he's going to help us promote it and do all the marketing. Tom Kalinsky must have been like, "Well, we're going to get an eighty-five percent market share this year, just from that game." Yeah, yeah, and it, it all like, kind of fell apart. MJ was was I mean before the trial and everything. I mean MJ was gold. Yeah, Mike, I need to interrupt for one second and tell you a text I just received from my wife. <laughs> okay. Gray said your slide whistle is annoying. You can hear it from his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gray. Thank you very much. <laughs> Gee, I wonder where he gets his annoying stuff from. I wonder if that's from you. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So you have some vindication there, my friend. Yeah. Your slide whistle is not a hit to everyone. And certainly not a hit no, to it, everyone in this house. It's not. 
Some people are trying to sleep, Todd. Okay, some people <laughs> yes. have to work in the morning. And some people some have to people, work in the morning, right? And some people, Gray, by some people, you mean my children. <laughs> Gray has to wake up and go to the cigar factory in the morning. Yeah, you know, he's an he's an he's an ambitious young man. Yeah, or um, the brick for the mor- the mortar factory, whatever, <laughs> whatever nineteen twenties yeah, factory. He's, 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 well, what I got him doing is plugging, sticking his finger in the holes in the wall where the water comes out of. <laughs> right hey kid you got those little fingers come over here i got a job for you. come over here i got a few holes i need plugging um jesus that didn't sound good either all right no no it didn't especially in the context of michael jackson right so let's wrap up where we are with this sega released a new game within a year of sonic 3 that had all the initially planned content which locked on to the Sonic 3 cartridge. So Sonic and Knuckles cartridge goes into the Genesis. It has a little lid on top that you flip up and you can plug Sonic 3 in and that gives you the full Sonic and Knuckles Sonic 3 experience. And it allowed Sega to do some really cool things with the games that ran on similar engines. For example, connecting Sonic and Knuckles to Sonic 2 would get you Knuckles the Echidna in Sonic 2. Playable Knuckles in Sonic 2, all of the levels of Sonic 2. This amalgamation does what it says on the tin. It's Sonic 2, except you control Knuckles instead of Sonic. And then another fun fact, the last one I have for the history of this game, is if you were insert any non-Sonic game into the lock-on cartridge, you're greeted by Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and Dr. Robotnik telling you, no way. Which should, no way, for, man. For the, for the 90s, should totally have dude at the end. It should say, yeah. no way, dude. No way, dude. So nice that's try, it. Man. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, essentially, this was a bid for more time that worked out really well for Sega. It works exactly as described. If you play Sonic 3 on the Sonic 3 cartridge, you get all of those levels. But if you plug it into the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge, you actually get more game and it changes the entire experience. So you're essentially with Sonic and Knuckles the lock-on cartridge, it's giving you four new games if you own the rest of the cartridges. And what Sega Genesis player at that time didn't have those games? Yeah, It was such a bolster to your library. So I think this is a, a smash of a success. And you think, how could this not have been a technology that other people didn't adopt or Sega didn't play with more of? Because you think, how amazing would it be to have an extra dungeon added later to The Legend of Zelda, uh, Link to the Past, or new fighters in Street Fighter? I think locking things onto things is like the equivalent of daisy-chaining things. It's just unattractive. I think Nintendo, like Apple, likes a very streamlined, nice-looking experience, although sure. they, they do have controller disasters they do have the this, And they do have the Super Game Boy, so, you know, they were thinking they about su- lock. That's the only right. time they locked on. They did. They locked. That's the only time they did lock on. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's it's just kind of um, it's sloppy. I, I, I love the application here, but... To like start rolling it out, then it also goes against a little bit of their previous like backwards compatibility. You can play sure. all these games. It starts to feel like, well, mm-hmm. now I can't play the full game without this other game. Right. Um, but again, you know, I mean, in uh, theory, it, it, instead of people creating more lock on games, they started to think about a way to add content to the game afterwards. And that, you know, again, became DLC. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it's it's a brilliant little experiment, and it mm-hmm. was a success. Yeah. Um, you know, it's certainly a cool thing. And, you know, while it wasn't, I mean, we, we say, you know, it's a little tongue in cheek. We call it the first DLC because you're not downloading anything. Sure. But it, 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 it was a it was a successful add on. It mm-hmm. was better than horse armor, which was notoriously uh, Oblivion's 
you know, five dollar mm-hmm. charge to put something aesthetically right on your horse that's just didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Gabe, what do you think about this history lesson? Um I agree that it's dumb that they're just stacking a million things on top of each other with the Sega thing. <laughs> but uh Okay. We're gonna come to that in a minute. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Well, would you be into this? Is this something no. you'd be interested in if they were like, no. hey, no, no, Gabe's no. not buying this. No, kids I don't today think kids aren't today buying this. Buy it. Yeah. I mean, they'll buy the DLC, but they won't buy this. We ate it up. Yeah, we did. We loved every minute. We of it. ate it up. You still don't have a Sega CD. What are you waiting for? Nintendo to make one? <laughs> you have seen the games, right? <laughs> Wrong answer, man. Show them. Want to see more? <laughs> so notoriously, Sega, uh, the Sega CD, which we just heard a, a commercial mm-hmm. from, uh, notoriously snapped onto the Sega Genesis, <laughs> just like the 32X snapped yep. onto the Sega Genesis. So I started to explain this to Gabe, how it started <laughs> to expand the lifespan of the Genesis. Mm-hmm. In, uh, you know, instead of just making something new, they just started making things to snap or lock on. It's to. wild, right? When you look at it yeah. 20 years it's later. It's like a transformer. Yeah, it just it got really out of hand. I didn't and, see it at the time. Yeah. And the 32X was actually more difficult to set up than a democracy in Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> I had the 32X and it took me about two hours to set it up. Because no yeah. one had that point had used the video out. And that's what you had to plug the 32X into. Right. So it was so confusing. You And then, you know, you finally get either someone on the phone or figure out the answer. And it was literally just pushing the input button, which everyone knows now. But then, like, you never even used that button. No one even knew what it was for. Right. They called the 32X the mushroom, right? The Sega yes. mushroom. The mushroom or the toilet yeah. bowl. The toilet bowl. Yeah. I like that, too. Okay. So, Gabe, we gave you a simple homework assignment this week. Uh, you need to save Sega. So it's 1993, maybe 94. It's the holiday season, right? We need to get some more juice out of the Genesis oranges. Yeah, we kid. need a big hit this year. Yeah, kid, come on. We need something that locks on to something else, something snappy. Uh, snap on, maybe. <laughs> we need a snap on, Gabe. We need a lock on. We need a big, uh, a big uh, fishing pole controller. I need something. Sell that me you, on yeah, something snappy, a, kid. Yeah, you need to. Well, what do you got, Gabe? I want you to pitch us on a few things here. Uh, Gabe's been doing his homework. He watched mm-hmm. some YouTube videos on Genesis add-ons. Excellent. Yep. So what do you got? Hit us with the goods, Gabe. I need you to save Sega this holiday season. We got to beat the big boys in Kyoto. What do you got? Well, number one spot, the Sega NPG. The Sega <laughs> NPG. I cannot wait. Please tell me what NPG means. The Sega NPG is an expansion that plugs into the 32X it enhanced. <laughs> You're stacking on a stack. He's I snapping. He's... It's snappy. He's stacking on, stacking on. I like. I like that you're sticking with the snappy and the stacky, kid. Let's keep going. I like this good snappy and stacky. It's exactly what we need this holiday season. <laughs> We're gonna call it the Lego of game systems. I love it. <laughs> okay, so it goes into the 32x. It enhances graphics and emulates new games onto the Genesis. It is. Sh- oh. It is shaped like a 3D trapezoid. 
<laughs> so it's a trapezoid t- t- stuck into a toilet bowl, stuck People into the Sega like Genesis. Genesis mushroom trapezoid setup, kid. I can see it fitting very comfortably under many people's TV units. Here's my question, Gabe. How much is it going to cost? What's the MSRP on this on this unit? Well, since it's so big of an update, I priced it at the whoppingly low price of ninety nine ninety nine. Ninety nine ninety nine. How long do the R and D boys need to make this thing? We need it by the holidays. Ten months. Oh, Jesus. ten months, Gabe. <laughs> Gabe, it's November. We, we need, need something we snappy. Got, we, need, we need this in three <laughs> weeks, kid. What games You're are talking gonna, about what, putting a thing on top of a thing here? All right, tell this me what games. Thing. What games are we launching with this? What's going to be the big uh, the uh, the killer software app here? Uh, well, Sega Superstars Tennis and <laughs> and um, I I I laugh, but I love that for some reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would buy that in a second. Okay, graphics that you will love. Oh, you son of a! Sorry, <laughs> it's. It, <laughs> When it comes to our when it comes to our new trapezoid, the graphics are aces. Yeah. <laughs> and their competitors are deuces. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sega Superstars Tennis and what else? Um literally any Nintendo Switch game. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean Nintendo Switch? I- Gabe, this is 94. Gabe, <laughs> oh. it's 94. Cobain's dead, and I need give something me, to give me, me a up. sequel to something. Give me a Genesis, Sega Genesis sequel that's going to sell some Golden Axe Four. <laughs> oh, see, people wanted that. There was a Golden Axe Four that recently has been resurrected. Uh, by the ROM of it's been resurrected. Okay, so okay. this could work, kid. I like what we're doing so far here. All right, what else we got? We got to get. We got to work on that ten months. Here. We got to work on that ten months. We're going like to need the ten months. We're going to need to change ten months to two weeks. I'm sure we can make it happen. I like the Sega Trapezoid, but I want to change it to a rhombus. Now, what is N- what does NPG stand for? Non polygonic graphics. Wow. <laughs> non polygons. He's going against the grain. He's going. He's going anti polygonal. I like the anti polygonal stance, kid. I think it's going to work out. All right, Polygons kid. Are this not is the good. We're out. We're, we're catching fire here. Boilers and buffers. Come on. Let's keep it going. <laughs> um, the Sega Sports Expander. The Sega Sports. Right. The Sega okay. Sports. Is that a jock strap? <laughs> the Se- I, is it a cup? <laughs> the Sega Sports Expander, or SSE for short, is a sensor like pad that, that plugs like into that. the. Is a sensor pad that plugs into the headphone jack on the Genesis. It senses right. movement on sports-related controllers. It senses the moves, m- movement, then in less than 137 milliseconds, sends a signal. I like that you got the milliseconds down, kid. I'm going to have to throw that to the guys in the physics department, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> I like this. This, you know, this is great. This is exactly what, the, what made the Wii popular. So they could have been 10 years ahead of the Wii. So you're saying it plugs in... To the headphone jack? What does it look like? Like a little white square on the floor with a screen or a sensor thingy. Uh, Okay, so so I I could use this with like John Madden football? (laughs) Yeah. No, but you can use it with Joe Montana football. Sports talk football. It's fourth and long and I don't believe it. Hey, exactly. You could also Mm. use it with Tommy Lasorda baseball. Oh my God, Tommy Lasorda baseball, you son of a bee. You unfortunately cannot use it with Buster Douglas boxing or Monaco GP. No, but you can use it with Jack Nicholas golf. And you can use it with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I always got those two confused. Not a kid. I still think about it all the time before yeah. I say it. Before I go to bed, I do. I thought that's what you're going to say before you go to sleep, but 
Whatever. Yeah, before before I go to sleep, I make my peace with the Jack, the two Jacks. That's how I live my life. <laughs> You've lived your life by the two Jacks, Jackie Gleason and Jack Kennedy, and and the third always we always say is is um, it's actually it's, it's actually Jackie, Jackie Mason. Mason, and I always say the third is Jackie Gleason. I still have to get you that picture for Christmas with his arms out on the beach wearing the cardigan, the cashmere oh cardigan. God, that's that's my one of my horcruxes. Anyway, all right, Gabe, I like where you're at here. I like what you're coming up with. What's the MSRP on this unit? Uh, I price the revolutionary SSC at twenty bucks. Whoa, twenty! We could it's move like a, a lot giveaway. of these units. It's good. We're gonna have to back up the pickup trucks. When can I have it? Stock Three these weeks. up. Whoa, Three weeks, kid. That's what I'm talking about, Gabe. <laughs> I like that holiday season right around the corner. We'll make it for Black Friday, kid. The last person who got me this excited was my gumad. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's like your side. It's like your side chick. <laughs> you know, like on Christmas Eve, you spend with the Gumad, but you spend Christmas Day with your family. Right. All right, Gumads right. know this. Right, of course. The whole time I'm stirring the sauce. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Gabe, really quick, <laughs> what is the size of the SSE? Like six inches, six by six inches. Oh, so it's it's really small, but it picks up whatever. Could you play a fighting game with it? Like if I punched and kicked? Or is it spe- does that count as sports? Uh. N- I guess if you're playing a specific boxing game. So yeah, okay. if you're wearing Sega boxing gloves, for example. Oh, is it? Okay. Okay. Hold on a second. Do you have something uh, to tell us about Sega boxing gloves? No, I don't. All right. So we can add those on, kid. What are we going to charge for those? How quickly can we get it? <laughs> I want the gloves and I want the unit, kid. Mm-hmm. All right. What else you got? The Sega slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> don't have a cow man <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can use a uh, really great genesis games like altered beast to uh yeah. <laughs> to, as fuel the sega slingshot is an add-on for shooter games sp- specifically in games like okay. doom it gives you a special grenade bearing slingshot you must have the sse within 10 feet of the slingshot oh Oh, so you're stacking on stacks on stacks you're locking a lot on this holiday yeah. season apparently like what I heard is you can only use uh, these games with the NPG I heard that too mm. certainly that'll be in our marketing effort kids will love it because it teaches you to be a real life Bart Simpson ah Mike you're one step ahead mm-hmm. I would price this um, weapon at five bucks. <laughs> can you use it? Out? Can you use it? Five, five bucks. bucks. That's great, kid. I was going to release a sticker pack for the controller for five bucks. This is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have a bunch of heads that look like they were about to explode. Big heads on little bodies. Pack. Yeah, big heads on little bodies. The kids love that these days. Um, oh my god, I like that a lot. The Sega Slingshot. And what games does it work with? What are we launching with? Can you use the Slingshot like in real life? Um. Well, is it a the rubber slingshot? band isn't very durable. Durable. Oh, so. uh, okay. All right. So, is there some kind of sensor on the television? It's on the SSC. Sega <laughs> you need, so you need the SSE. All right. This is good. This is good, kid. We're gonna get people to buy lots of things here. All right. What's next, Gabe? Sega belt. The Sega belt. Mm. <laughs> okay. The brand new I'm... Sega belt is a belt. Go on is a belt that you can use to store all different motion controllers and fake guns and also sports equipment. Kids oh, it's a holster. Love, kids will love it because Batman. It doesn't because plug into Batman. Because <laughs> Batman. Kids love if it because Batman. A meme it should be because Batman. Because Batman. It doesn't plug it. It doesn't plug into anything because it's storage. I priced this plastic belt at 15 
$15. The belt's more the belt's more than the slingshot kit? Oh, but you can put the slingshot in the belt. <laughs> you got to buy the slingshot and the belt, kid. Kid, this I'm liking the way you think. You got to get him to buy something to buy something else. I like this. <clears throat> yeah, we're going to we're going to move a lot of these slingshots and uh <laughs> and belts and sports units yep. and uh the thing that plugs into the 32X. Please tell me that you have something else. Um Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so that's that's 20 bucks. Uh it's just a piece of <laughs> piece of plastic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but kids are gonna love v- it because batman because because batman and they're gonna love the slingshot uh, because Sim- bart simpson because simpsons mm-hmm. um gabe this is great you could put all this on your resume uh yeah you're officially so, an inventor yeah this is this is something else this is exactly what we were looking for so let, let's keep moving here we're very excited the prospects for sega having a big holiday year we're talking big bonus checks here huge I'm excited about the prospects of all this stuff. What, do, what else you got? You're you're just a gold mine right now. The Sega Axe. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Add on for Golden Axe. Does it work with Golden Axe? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. The Sega Axe give you gives you a special in-game axe and Golden Axe. Your movements will be translated into the game through a pad on the floor. Can you imagine how wait, exhausting wait, wait, wait. that wait, would the be? Pad, the, the, the pad on the floor is the thing that plugs into CSSC. the audio jack, right? No. CSSC. Yeah, so you, no, you need no, that and, no. and the axe. Oh, no. no. It's, the axe has its, its own? own pad. Yeah. Oh, my God. How much are we MSRPing this? 40 bucks. Would it come with the pad? 40 bucks. Yes. <laughs> what is the axe made out of? Is it plastic? Except for the researchers to decide. Oh, all right. So we're going to need to keep it light because people, we're going to give kids strokes. Right, and they need, they're need they going to need to keep it in that belt. Oh, yeah, they're definitely going to need Is there a place for the axe in the belt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, good. I, yeah. We're working, <laughs> that, this is really great news because we're working on a scalping simulator that I'm, <laughs> I'm bumping out. So. <laughs> Sega Axe. Mm. I love that. Okay, that's great. That's great. Okay, so what else you got? The Sega Mega Blaster. Okay, uh. the Mega Blaster. The Sega Mega Blaster is a special blaster that plugs into the NPG, which has to have the sports extender within three feet of it. You're a good businessman. Shrewd businessman. You can be a real-life Mega Man. It comes with a special edition activator that works with the blaster. (laughs) We we gotta get rid of some of these activators that have been stacking up in the warehouse. We got too many activators. And listen, the guy who made the Menacer, you know, the actual gun that we already have out, I want him out of here. Get Peter Menacer out of here. Get Clean Peter, out his desk. Peter Menacer. I wanted that guy out of here for years. He's definitely going to leave when we release this. <laughs> Guys, we already we, have a gun. Get out of here, Menacer. No one's listening to you. We got a better gun now, Menacer. <laughs> What's it called again? Sega Mega Blaster. That's yeah. a really good name, isn't it? Because it is. the blast processing. Right. That's great. Nicely done, Gabe. That's great. 70 bucks, no less. Oh, and Jesus. it has to 70 say- bucks no less. Did you <laughs> Did you just did you just He's becoming he's be, he's becoming a titan of industry. He really is. 70 <laughs> bucks no less for the Sega Mega Blaster. Would you kindly Fine. pay 570 bucks? I I almost yeah. forgot. It ha- on the box it has to say new and on sale all the time. Okay, good. I like That's, that. You're, you are figuring out the retail business, yeah, sir. I work in Midtown Manhattan, and there's been a store that has a store closing today sign in it for seven months. 
it's pretty much the same philosophy. They're this doing is gang the busters. absolute final day, I swear. <laughs> and when I say seven months, I probably mean two years. Yeah, really. Yeah. Going out of business sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I love it. How long can, How long till we have it? Five months. Oh, Five my God. Months. All right, and we can't do the holiday season, but we can... Um, we're looking at spring here. We're looking at we're looking at the end of school. This could work. <laughs> Summer holidays. Everyone's looking, yes, yeah. everyone's looking for that hot gun. Yeah, we can we can sell them a bunch of summer camps. <laughs> Holy moly! What else you got, Gabe? I'm loving this. That is it. Great, Gabe. Oh my god! Well done, Gabe. You know what, Gabriel? I have. Yeah, I have a round of applause for you. That, but I have a round of applause for you. you know what Gray has for you? He's got this. <laughs> Gabe, that was Gabe. really well done. That was everything I wanted it to be and more. I've never wanted a Sega axe more. I want the belt. I want the belt so bad because I'd, I'd like wear it out. <laughs> wear it to work. What are you wearing about Is some that synergy? An axe? I'm thinking about some synergy, kid, with with Axe body spray. I got the guys on the phone. Ah, there, there we go. <laughs> Holy moly. I think uh, you might have yeah. saved Sega. I think I'm, you yeah, I would totally kid. wear it to work. And be like, what are you wearing around your waist? Is that an axe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not only an axe, it's the Sega axe. Yeah, it's a Sega axe. What, is that a gun? You can't wear that in Midtown Manhattan. It's not a gun. It's a Sega Mega Blaster. Is that a, a menacer? <laughs> no, no, no. Sir, this is no, no. not a menacer. We got sir. We got rid of we got rid of Mr. Menacer. Uh brilliant work, Gabe. That was uh everything I hoped it would be. Really well. Uh, nice really well nice done. work on your homework assignment. I have a short quiz for you coming up. Let's take a quick break. Okay, Gabe, so we played some Sonic. We learned a bit about the console wars. You're familiar with uh, with mascots in gaming. You're, you're getting more familiar now with the 90s and, and how everyone, they thought the hot ticket to a hot game was a mascot. Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, people like that. So what you might not know is that the 90s, every company was trying to create the next Mario by coming up with mascots left and right. Uh, Sega was successful with Sonic, but others... Yeah, not so good. So, I mean, there was literally a mascot game four times a year coming out from different systems. Yeah, everyone was trying to do it constantly. And mostly like you had your Sonics and you had your Mario's, but mostly you had your Poochies and you had had your awesome possums. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You had a lot of (laughs) you had a lot of awesome possums. So uh, I've got a list here for you. Some are real from the 90s video games and some I've made up to try to trick you. Uh, I'm going to try to throw you off the trail. So let's see how many you can get. You tell me, real mascot or not. Are you ready? Yes. Was this Were these characters really in games or not? So starting off with, with Zool, ninja from the nth dimension. He was mean green and he was sponsored by lollipops. Real or fake? <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like the sponsored by lollipops is stupid enough that it was real. Mm. You are, you're sharp, Gabe. You're right. It was real. Was he it was really? real. 
he was real. It was real. Oh and my god! It, maybe it was. I think it was for like the three DO or something like that, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might have been. And yeah, uh, it was a it was a turd sandwich. So you're right. You know, one Mike, point to Gabe. I just want to let you know that I did not look at this part of the runner show, and I uh-huh. am going to enjoy along with Gabe because I've been looking forward to anytime you do a fake or real thing. Zool was on the Game Boy. There was a Zool in 93. Moby Games released it on the Game Boy. That's amazing. Yeah, Chubba Chups released it. I remember seeing that screen. I'm looking it up now. Wow. That's nice crazy. Nice pull. Nice pull. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love this real. game. Real and nice work, Gabe. Nice grab. Yeah, nice grab. Uh, Next up, so you're one for one. So number two, Gabe. Rystar. He was an anthropomorphic star that had stretchy arms for some reason. Um... <laughs> What? Um, <laughs> he was. He I think was you need star. to repeat the question. Star with stretchy arms. He was a star, like like a star in the sky, like shaped like a star. He had eyes, and his arms were stretchy for some reason. It's so stupid. It has to be fake. It's real. Oh my god! was on the Sega Genesis. Yeah. Not only was it. Not only is it real. I would say that it's in the top ten of all Sega Genesis games of all time. It's not. It's actually not a bad game. I could. It's a great I, game. And I think. I think we might have it on a collection somewhere, Gabe. I can show it to you. It's but, a great uh, game. I snuck. I snuck that one by you. Nice one. Rystar is absolutely real. Uh, next up, Wild Woody. Repeat, Wild Woody. He was a time traveling pencil. Real or fake, Gabe? <laughs> um, can I say real? Oh my god, you're right! He oh was, yeah, was, Wild Woody was absolutely real. And Gabe, not uh, only was he real, it was terrible. He had, he would say things over and over again all the time, and it was so repetitive and had such annoying voice acting. You'd go, call me Woody, Wild Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you had to, you, Gabe, you would have to jump and then land on your butt, which was the eraser, to defeat enemies. Yeah, really uh, a turd sandwich, but you're you're doing good. You're doing good on the quiz. Okay, next up, Mr. Trigger, a gun with a mustache who gained health by eating tacos. <laughs> I want to say fake, but it's real. No, it's fake. I made that one up. I totally made that one up. I'd play that game. I, right? It doesn't sound bad. Nope. Uh, I fooled you on that one, Gabe. That one's not real. But uh, I think we all agree that we wish it was. Next up, Mr. Taco. A taco with a mustache who gained health by eating guns. Fake. <laughs> That's amazing. Fake. I love working with you. <laughs> I can, right. I can, actually, I'm, I'm going to look at the runner show. I'm going to read them both back to back. Mr. Trigger, a gun with a mustache who gained health by eating tacos. Mr. Taco, a taco with a mustache who gained health by eating <laughs> guns. <laughs> both, both totally uh, fake. Um, and you are right, Gabe. So what is he? Three for five? Three for five. Okay, next up, Punky Skunk. He uses skunk spray, pogo sticks, and roller skates to defeat the Badler. <laughs> I feel like that <laughs> the- sounds familiar. Yes, say real. Punky Skunk is real. Yeah, nice Punky work, Skunk Gabe. Is real with PlayStation. Nice man. work. Moving on. Glover, you play as a glove. Seriously, real or fake? <laughs> like a baseball glove or a glove? Like like you know, hamburger helper. You know that glove, and he walks on his fingers. 
Real or fake, Gabe? Fake. <laughs> fake. No, Glover was Glover's real. Glover's real, dude. Glover is real. You wish you grew up in the 90s so you mm-hmm. could enjoy stuff like Glover. Yeah. Okay, Gabe. Dynamite Hetty, a puppet who tries to stop an evil puppet, King, from taking over the world. Um. Real? Yeah, yeah. This is real. It is. Dynamite Hetty. It's another great game. It's not a bad game. It's one I, I don't we... have in my collection that I would like to. Oh, yeah, actually, no, it's... I'm looking at it. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got Dynamite Hetty. Moving on. Potato Chip. A potato chip who must find his way back to his bag. <laughs> um, fake. It is fake. <laughs> Gabe, you're six for nine. Really well done. You almost got a passing grade here, Gabe. Yep. This next one will determine if you pass or fail the quiz, but there is a bonus one. Ah, good. Okay. <clears throat> Campfire Vampire. <laughs> shut, up, <laughs> shut up, Todd. Tagline, he only comes out at night. Or does he? Real. <laughs> what? Real. Did you say real? He said real. It's totally fake. <laughs> Campfire Vampire is the show that's going to make me a million dollars one day. Not only is it fake, it's one of the longest running jokes Todd and I have that we love the phrase Campfire Vampire. We just Vampire. haven't figured out what to do with it yet. We think it should be something. We just don't know what it is. Uh, sorry, Gabe, you got that one wrong. But I love that you wanted it to be real yeah. because that makes me feel yeah. like there's a market for it. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Gabe, you are now six for 10, but with the bonus possibility of converting converting that six to 10 to a seven to 10, it will still stay 10, but you may be able to up that percentage. It'll stay 10. Uh, Here's the bonus question, Gabe, for you to pass the quiz. Wait, wait, wait. If I get it wrong, do I get that deducted from my points? If you get it wrong, you fail either way. Pretty much it comes down to the bonus question. Okay. I couldn't have written a better suspenseful ending. You get it right, you pass. You get it wrong, you fail. That's what we're doing here. Yeah, they would have never believed it if we wrote it that way, kid. They would have never believed it, kid. Are you ready? Yes. Let's Polygon do it. Man. <laughs> po- repeat. Polygon Man. Sony's original mascot for the PlayStation. A head made of polygons. Real or fake? It has to be real. Oh, it is real! Boy, for the win, 7 out of 10, my man. I think that, I think that deserves a slide whistle, Todd. I, I can, I'm happy to procure you that slide whistle. Oh. <laughs> Get more angry texts from your, I just from your exactly. son via yeah. your wife. Apparently, Tracy just texted me. He's been out of his room like six times tonight. He's very jealous we're doing the show tonight. <laughs> well, he's he's got a spot in it, so he shouldn't be that jealous. All right, Gabe, you really crushed that. Uh, we got one more quick thing. I think uh, we got a special guest coming up. Stay tuned. So, Mike, the one trick that Sega really had up its sleeve was marketing. And of course, the most famous of all of their marketing was blast processing. Now, a lot of people have called this hooey, a load of bunk, but we found a processing speed specialist, computer scientist in the field who took the time to speak with me. 
Yeah, your your Rolodex is incredible. It's it's amazing that you can that you can grab these people. Connections and charisma, notice. my boy. Connections and charisma. You got both in spades, friend. Mm-hmm. Both in spades. Let's listen. Okay. Vega. This is Todd Hunt, Super Nintendad, and I'm here with the foremost expert on processing speed, Grayson Arthur Hunt. Thanks for making the time to meet with me today. Thank you, and I'm very happy to be here. And I am so happy to have you here. Now, we looked at two games, and you gave each game a level of processing speed after your thorough examination. Yes, I have made my conclusions. Great. Sonic and Knuckles. The processing was definitely blast. Next is Super Mario Kart. The processing was for sure gas. So, there you have it, folks. Maybe Blast Processing wasn't simply marketing mumbo-jumbo after all. What else did you think about Sonic & Knuckles and its Blast Processing? I think the Blast Processing was super fast, and I really liked playing as Knuckles. So you're rather playing as Sonic or Knuckles? Knuckles. Why? Because he can fly, and he's one of my favorites. Very cool. What else can he do that Sonic can't do? Uh, he can, uh, he can climb walls and he can fly. Yep. Sonic can't do those things. Those are totally different from Sonic's abilities. Now, Grayson, you've been really into art lately. What do you think about the animation in this game? I think I really like the explosions and the way they made the boss. Yeah, it looked cool, didn't it? Yeah. And what else did you like about the art of the game? Like, I liked the animation. I wish I had a marker that could draw that. And I liked the animation and all the bright colors, too. The blast processing was really fast. Why can Knuckles fly, even? What kind of animal is he? Why does he need to fly and climb walls? That sounds weird. What kind of animal do you think he is? A hedgehog. Ah, maybe. Could be. A red hedgehog. It actually sounds a little goofy if I think about it. Why does he stand on two legs? I don't know. Why does Sonic stand on two legs? Oh, I have no idea. Why is he even both whatever kind of animal they are? I know Sonic's a hedgehog, but Knuckles, he's a flying red thing. So, Grayson, what's your conclusion? Blast processing. Super cool? Yes. And I like the game and the colors and the animation and the speed. It was awesome. Oh, it was awesome? You're sounding like a Ninja Turtle more and more every day. You are crazy. Grayson, thanks for joining us and sharing your processing knowledge. Let's tell everybody at home, gaming should be fun. Joke (laughs) time, Daddy. Joke time, let's do it. What do you call a dog in the sun? Um, I don't know. A Sweaty hot dog. Hot dog. dog. It's a good one. Say bye to everyone at home, buddy. Bye, Charlie Thor Dino Hot Dog.
<laughs> You're crazy by telling me I'm a ninja turtle goofball. <laughs> the end. <laughs> okay. Okay. Daddy, you realize your shirt is the same color as I don't remember his name. Knuckles. Incredible. That was so cute. <clears throat> mm, thank you. It's really great that <clears throat> you're you're able to grab these specialists. Yeah. Um I'm very lucky. You know, I'm very lucky, lucky that they they always they always say yes. They all they it's do. almost as if they had to. It's it's almost as if they were coerced. <laughs> it's almost as if they'd be punished if they didn't. Yeah. Uh incredible. So hmm. um Gabe. I, I got a joke for you. Okay. Why'd the chicken go to the seance? Why? To get to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for our episode of Lock On Technology, Sonic and Knuckles, including some of Sonic 3. Thank you so much for joining us. Please share this show with a friend. Give us a rating or a review. And thank you for listening. Yeah, and don't forget to write in and uh, say goodbye to the folks, Gabe. Goodbye to the folks, Gabe. Remember, gaming, gaming should be fun. Oh, should be fun. Should yep. be fun. It should be. <laughs>